Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do you hear that? Hear what? I'm receiving some sort of transmission. You don't hear it? No, I don't hear anything. What does it sound like? It's some sort of music. Music? Route it through the main system. Good idea. Routing now. Welcome to another episode of Wookie Radio. It is Derek, Ken, and myself, Mike, and I snafooed big time tonight. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to let everybody know about that. Oh, oh I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> well, what was supposed to be planned didn't get planned. But it will just, be planned. It will be planned. <laughs> when it gets planned. <laughs> when it, and, and, to, and to quote, um, oh, I can't even think of his name, Hannibal. To quote Hannibal, I like it when a plan comes together. Uh, that just yeah. means you got to get the plan to come together first. Yeah, and and that's what happened is I dropped the ball. <laughs> but celebration right around the corner, and oh, yeah, yeah, less than two I, weeks away at this point. Uh, yeah. Wow. So uh, yeah. Celebration right around the corner. I'll be there uh, all four days. Actually, yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and rub it in. (laughs) It's gonna be it's it's gonna be well working it, especially with the media pass. Derek was gonna join me down here, but couldn't at the last minute, which I totally understand. Sometimes life gets in the way, and then there's Star Wars. Um, but Eric's going to be down here uh, from Mighty Marvel Geeks, and we are broadcasting from the podcast stage. I think I said that last show. Um, we got selected as one of 22 podcasts performing on the podcast stage at Celebration. Um, what are some of the other shows performing? Um, I guess we could go with some of the bigger name shows, or do we just run down the whole list of all 22 of us? Uh, let's give everyone equal That's up treatment. That's you. Let's give everyone equal treatment. That's on, only 22. On Thursday, we've got the Rated NA podcast, and then Pod Crash with that Chris Gore. So it'd be kind of cool to see Chris Gore there. Oh, wow. Um, Radio 1138, which is from the crew at uh, JediNews.co.uk. Coffee with Kenobi. It's a big name there. Star Wars Collectors. Star Wars Collectors Cast, uh, which is another pretty well-known name. Uh, Tarkin's Top Shelf. It's a newer show. I haven't heard that one before. Uh, The Rogue Squad Cast. Full of Sith. Uh, uh, the, these last two that I mentioned are on Friday. Uh, so the, the Rogue Squadcast, Full of Sith, Fangirls Gone Rogue, um, 
All of those I've pretty much heard of. How to start podcasting like a Jedi Master. <laughs> Never heard that one. Might have to check them out. Inside the Force. And, uh, yeah, one that I've never heard of that's not even worth mentioning. Oh, wait, Mighty Marvel Geeks. Never heard of them. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, Saturday, we got The Resistance, which I never, never heard of. And they're from a, I don't even know what group they're from, like Cantina something, or Star Wars in the News, something like that, is the, the site they're associated with, I think. I'll have to check through iTunes. Yeah. Um, Black Girl Nerds Podcast, uh, Fandom Awakens Radio, Star Wars Minute, Star Wars in Character, and Skywalking Through Neverland. I know that one. And then on Sunday, Inside the Magic, which is a Disney-based show, uh, Star Wars Action News, Star Wars Report, and First Order Transmissions. So a, f- a few of these I know. Yeah. <clears throat> That's interesting that Star Wars Minute's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, they, it is. It, it's interesting. Mighty Mar- Oh, wait. Never mind. No, it's not interesting. <laughs> Mighty Marvel Geeks is there. I'm excited. Yeah, I don't know why they would put a Marvel Comics one on the Star Wars stage. Hmm. Maybe because of uh, the Marvel-Star Wars connection? Uh, something that... a connection? Something Those guys DC, are hacks anyway. Something DC oh. doesn't have? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Shots fired. No, those were retaliation shots from when they tried to do Facebook Live today. <laughs> I, I had a couple good zingers your way. I have to. I told Vicky I got to go back and watch the video because I I didn't have the phone in front of me. Vernon had his on the other end of the table. My did phone he, was actually up there doing the broadcasting. Did, did he show you the comments? I think one or two. I don't remember at this point. I had to, after doing two hours of podcasting, I'm usually fried. because uh, it looked like he showed you his phone right near the beginning. That's yeah, when he I did made it the something. Comments. I forget what it was. I mentioned something of, uh, so this is what the oversized janitor closet looks yeah. like. Yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> and then I, I see you guys still messing around and, and uh, grabbing gear. I said, well, you know, if you had gear from, it would it, work if you had stuff from Stark Industries, not the not the faulty tech from Wayne Tech. Yeah. So, yeah, this is just Ken waiting to get back at me here. Mm-hmm. It's Ken's way of saying, "Here's a thermal detonator. I'm tossing it in your room." That's right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's all the that's all the shows at the podcast stage. Um, so first show of the day, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is going to be at 12 p.m. There are no morning shows. Why? Because on Thursday you got the 40th anniversary panel. That's going to be insane. S- Friday you've got the Last Jedi panel which is going to be insane. Saturday, you have the Star Wars Rebels panel. It's going to be insane. I see a theme here. Yeah, and it doesn't involve Eric Young insanity because yeah. they're not they're insane. <laughs> oh, it'd be so if it be actually it'd be quite entertaining to see if Eric Young shows up at Celebration since he's yeah. kind of down here at the moment with NXT. I don't know I don't know where his home base is when he's not. Actually, I think it's Nashville, isn't it? Where he lives when he's not down here? I think so. But I know he's a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, just look at some of the patches on his vest. Yeah. Uh, there's well, a most couple of those guys are. There's a couple Jedi Order patches on his or there used to be on one, on his original vest that he came into NXT with and left TNA with. There was a couple Jedi Order patches up on the up on his shoulders. I those right away yeah so um of course we got star wars university um 
one of the panels I'm actually interested in is STEM Star Wars, because you know, my daughter loves science. And STEM mm. is science, technology, engineering, and math. Uh, sometimes you might see STEAM which is science, technology, engineering, art, and math. So they're going to have uh, a panel of STEM professionals discuss their passion for Star Wars. Uh, learn that is what, really cool. Learn what character species, ships, and weapons inspire them. Consider how science restricts or enhances storytelling. Hear tips to use Star Wars to get children interested in STEAM or STEM and their own future hobbies and careers. I don't have to worry about it too much because Zoe loves Star Wars, and we're always talking about how the science, you know, math and science is so beneficial for that type of stuff. Very cool. Uh, but with Star Wars University, it's basically learn from experts and masters from many disciplines as they present uh, the fine arts of their chosen craft in a you know, very intimate classroom setting. Whether it's Japanese Star Wars vegetable carving, hi. <laughs> or or building a car fighter with the road squadron crew uh food and fandom star wars recipes um so s- stuff like that and, and i found this one actually quite interesting um not in a negative way please um but it, it's it just it shows how we as a society have, have grown but lgbtq plus in the galaxy far far away a look at the lgbtq plus characters and themes in the galaxy far far away and discussion of the star wars fandom and the perspectives uh that community's fan group of fans and bloggers and podcasters bring to the fandom that's really cool it, it, it sounds it sounds intriguing uh i'm hoping to possibly get transcripts for some of these and this is one that i would love to get the transcripts for it, it, yeah. it's it, it's you know, with all the talk about Finn and Poe and, you know, other potential characters and oh, what the supposed relationship between C3PO and R2D2, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, this is, be curious. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really hey, cool that they're doing that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is this so, one on your list? This should be a, good, a must see one. Um, the music of Rogue One analysis with David Collins. That is on the behind-the-scenes stage, isn't it? Ah, okay. Um, The galaxy stage. This is actually on the main stage. It's on the main stage. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of hoping... Where's the other... So, galaxy stage. We got 40 years of Star Wars. Dave Filoni, The Animated Origins. uh, Music of Rogue One. That's on Thursday. Star Wars 365, Fact and Fiction. Then we got the Last Jedi panel. Which that's going to be a big one. Yeah, that's huh. the one we're expecting to see footage that was shown at the shareholders meeting. That was also shown at CinemaCon. Uh, hopefully, even get a trailer from this. Yeah. It's about the right time. <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe maybe see some new characters from this. Who is Laura Dern playing? Mm. One will know. Um. Also on Friday, we got Making a Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, we got the heroines of Star Wars, uh, from Leia to Padme, Rey, Jin, Sabine, and Ahsoka. 
Each has become a fan favorite around the globe. So join uh, Dave Filoni, Lucasfilm Story Group's Carrie Beck, Ashley Eckstein, and Tyus Sirkar for a talk. Tyus Sirkar. Tia Sarkar for a talk about the importance of the role of these role models, and then Hamill. Cool one. Then Hamill's tribute to Carrie Fisher. That's gonna be uh, another cannot uh, miss panel. Yeah, yeah, that could that be one. a rough one though. <laughs> yeah, it could. Could be a tearjerker. Uh, I'm not crying. Honest, it's, it's, <laughs> it's allergies. <laughs> Uh, Saturday, we got Rebels Season 4 Sneak Peek. Then the galaxy-wide premiere of Star Wars Battlefront 2. So, from... It's EA Sport, or EA Games, with DICE, Criterion, and Motive, as they offer a first look at EA's Battlefront 2, and how they partnered with Lucasfilm to bring it. And then, Star Wars and Disney Parks, a galaxy in the making. Join teams from Imagineering and Lucasfilm, and talk about the creation of the first Star Wars attraction, Star Tours, which we've had this conversation with Mark Eads, all the way to the epic Star Wars-themed lands currently in development for Disneyland and Disney World, in which they are rumors are abound. Mind you, rumors. They're talking about after it opens in 2019 for the first three months. You want to go in Star, Star Wars land? It's an additional $95 ticket. Holy moly. Wow. Sole purpose? Cut down the crowds. That'll do it. I don't think it'll be as much as you think. Mm, that's true. Yeah, when you're talking ticket prices already, I mean, you're almost 200 bucks for a park ticket to get you into a Star Wars land mm. that people have been waiting for. Uh, for three months, I think you're going to find people doing it. If not, people are going to wait. And then, now mind you, this is only supposedly through the summer, which our summer season ends uh, with Labor Day. Right. So, um, on Sunday, we got the Rebel Reunion. I have no clue what that is. Hamill himself, and then the closing ceremony. Mm -hmm. That is the galaxy stage. The celebration stage. We got... This one has a couple panels that I would definitely be going to if I was there. Uh, smooth talking with Billy D. Williams. I'm not gonna... Oh, I'd love... <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say the 40 years in The Last Jedi, because that's being streamed yeah. from the galaxy There's stage to the here. other two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, always two there are, Ian McDermott and Ray Park. Oh, cool. Uh, small talk with Warwick Davis. Ah. And again, Mark Hamill's tribute to Carrie Fisher. I guess it's being streamed from the galaxy stage to this stage. Uh, Anthony Daniels, 40 years with 3PO. Star Wars Celebration, Champions of Cosplay. This is basically the cosplay contest. This next one is one I'm looking forward to. I've been looking forward to for a while. Smuggler's Revenge, Kyle Newman, and A Galaxy of Voices. Have you guys heard Smuggler's Gambit and Smuggler's Bounty? I have Gambit. I do not have Bounty. I believe they're both available on the StarWars.com. They are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Jimmy Mack from... Rebel Force Radio did the sound effects on Yeah, he's, he's supposed to be doing Gambit. it for this also. Okay, so he's still doing it for all three. Yeah, I think Jason Swank's helping him out with some of the stuff, too, not this time. Okay. Uh, Sunday, these are the droids you're looking for. Uh, of course, Hamill himself. Are they expecting this to be in that celebration? That's going to be probably... That's going to be streamed as I well. I don't know, probably. They're, they're streaming quite a few things, I guess. 
uh, behind the scenes stage, making of the Star Wars Encyclopedia, Visual Encyclopedia. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, I'll take droids for 500 at Obi-Wan, an intergalactic game show. <laughs> uh, Doug, Doug Chang, the production design of Rogue One. And then Disney Parks and Star Wars merchandise. Hmm. Talking about how the parks merchandise with their exclusive stuff. Such as... Oh, hang on a sec. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exclusive, I got excited about something. <laughs> uh, exclu- if I can get to it. Exclusive merchandise such as the Star Wars communicator. The Stormtrooper communicator right here. Very cool. Which I love. Um, and then uh, meet the celebration artist. Uh, designing on Friday, designing Lego Star Wars Galaxies. You're going to have design oh, cool. and development. Uh, have the crew from Lego talking about what goes into creating the sets, packaging, content. Um, so that's really cool. Star Wars collectibles. From what I've heard, update. that's a, I say Lego panels from what I've heard are surprisingly um, well attended. That where the, there's lines that people are not expecting to find when they go to those panels. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Lego recently, yeah. Uh, Star Wars collectibles update with Lucasfilm's Brian Merton. Uh, find out what the high rolling collectors will be looking for in the coming months. Uh, with partners from Anvos, Bandai, EFX, General Giant, Kotobukiya. Kotobukiya. There we go. Rebel, or not Rebel, Royal, Salangor, and Sideshow reveal some of their high-end pieces. Uh, there's a Lucasfilm Publishing Writers Roundtable. Uh, Abrams Books presents The Art of Star Wars, uh, which is the Ralph McQuarrie Um Meet the authors behind Star Wars Art, Ralph McQuarrie, The Art of Star Wars, Force Awakens, and Art of Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. On Saturday, we got Delray Books, uh, Behind the Scenes of the Cantina. Uh, this is a go-behind-the-scenes like never before as the Cantina experts Pablo Hidalgo and FX artist Tom Spina once again, once again dive into the most wretched hive of scum and villainy with rare behind-the-scenes images, video, and stories from geniuses who help create everyone's favorite Tatooine hangout. And then the panel I will be at, for sure, Marvel Comics presents Star Wars. From the ongoing series to critically acclaimed fan favorites like Poe Dameron and Dr. Aphra, uh, new Star Wars stories of all kinds are being released every month in the Mighty Marvel Manor. Hmm. Very close to Mighty Marvel Geeks. <laughs> Join editor the Mighty jo- Marvel Manor being th- any idea you can find, throw it up against the wall, and hopefully it sticks. Yep. Lately. Join editor Jordan <laughs> White. <laughs> Join editor Jordan White, artist Phil Noto, and writer Charles Soleil. Uh, to find out what's in store for your favorite characters, both new and old, in this can't-miss panel. Then right after that is Hasbro Star Wars. I will tell you, Hasbro tends to be popular uh, with the with the panels, be it here or Comic-Con or um, what's another one that they're at usually? New York Comic-Con? Are they at C2E2 as well? I don't remember. I don't know. Considering C2E2 is next weekend. Ah. Oh, uh, that's right. Wow. Yeah. So Repop goes from C to E to, well, different different production team for the shows, but they're going to have C to E to, and then the next weekend celebration. So that's going to be crazy. Um, but I I attended the, the Hasbro panel at C6, and I ended up getting up and walking out about 15 minutes in. <laughs> like, oh, oh, really? I'm kind of bored with this. <laughs> it's because you had, you had all these guys, you know, all the panel, you know, so now we've got this coming.
coming up for this character, and it can go with this ship. And I'm like, oh my lord! <laughs> I will just wait until the slideshow or the PowerPoint gets released online, and I'll look at it that way. <laughs> um, and then inside Maz's castle. Designing the Unknown in DK Star Wars books. And then on Sunday, we got behind the scenes with the Lego Freemaker Adventures. And then ESPN presents Star Wars Evolution yeah. of the Lightsaber Battle. That That's interesting. Was yeah. it? This is the documentary. Oh. That, this was actually released around the time Force Awakens came out. It was a ESPN. Um, I want to say it was an E60 series because I haven't been able to see it since, and I missed it. Um, but the crew that that was involved behind this when it was released uh, on ESPN will discuss the experience of making the program and share previously unaired footage from the special. And then we have the Star Wars tattoo competition as well. So I'll tell you what I'm, I'm missing. Um, so we've covered the celebration stage. We've covered the galaxy stage. We've covered behind the scenes stage. I'll tell you what, I, what I've been missing. I've been missing... Um, there's no Matthew Wood talking about, you know, with the sound design. Yeah. And and he's he's supposed to be there. He's signing autographs. Maybe he doesn't have any panels. He, I, I don't think he does. He must not, yeah. I will tell you, very first panel I ever went to with um, at Celebration 6, we went to a, um, I went to a collector's panel. And they're talking about the vintage toys. I was like, oh, cool. My time period. Our time period, actually, for the, for the yep. three of us. I'm like, cool. So they're talking about, oh, that Darth Vader you think is so so rare, so so valuable, unless it's mint on card with the cape still intact, and it's the first one with the double telescoping lightsaber. It ain't worth crap. Yeah. Why? Because it was the same mold all the way through the entire Kenner run. Of that original line up through 85. Vader never changed. How about that? You know what? I'm looking through this. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, I'm looking through the list right now. I'm not seeing Matt Wood anywhere. I oh, know. no. There he is. He's just autographing. That's it. Yeah. So so they talk about. Um, so that this one guy asked, what, what, what's, the most what's, what's the most valuable toy out there in, in the vintage line? And without dropping a beat, I, I said uh, to my original co-host of Weeby Geeks, I said, your mom. And everyone around <laughs> us chuckled. Like, <laughs> and the guy looked back trying to figure out what the chuckling was about. And I'm like, yeah, it, it just, the timing was so perfect. So what's the most valuable toy out there? Your mom. <clears throat> <laughs> so that's how Celebration 6 started for me. <laughs> me almost getting in trouble. <laughs> Um, you never. No. No. Really? Um, see, this panel, if for some reason I couldn't get into um, the Last Jedi panel, I, I would consider this one. Star Wars fangirls. Star Wars geek girls. Two girls talk about growing up Star Wars as Star Wars fangirls. Zoe and Lizzie. This I get maybe this is why she said yeah. she shares my daughter's name. Uh, talk about how hard it, it was sometimes being fangirls, but the new era of Star Wars has made it easier for fangirls of all ages. They will also discuss how growing up with the 501st and the Rebel Legion, with 501st and Rebel Legion parents, helped them become more involved in fandom. Finally, how the Star Wars podcast community has helped them launch their own podcast. Please note, no Star Tots will be given with this panel. Star Tots are um, something they're giving away at the collector's panels. 
but it, it's it's the the collectors by collectors. So they're they're not doing star tots at uh, the Hallmark panel uh, and a few others. So just check your 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 panel guide to see what what panels will will not be having the uh, um, star tots. Hmm. And then on Friday still Star Wars Funko Pop vinyl explosion. How the pop vinyls just exploded everywhere. <laughs> the, who who would have thought when those first came out? You know, I remember seeing them going, uh, yeah, these are kind of cheesy, kind of hokey. They're not going anywhere. They're not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got an egg on their face now? <laughs> this guy. Um, then I guess uh, Tom Spina is going to be there uh, with um, Brandon Allinger, Steve Lane, Gus Lopez, David Mandel, and Andy Golding with C.J. Fawcett moderating, talking about original props and costumes. Ooh, I like the sound of that. So, and then, uh, again, right before our panel, right before our show on Friday from 6 to 7 uh, at the collector's panels is Star Wars Collecting, Social Media and Networking. Talking about how social media has helped aid in, I guess, a lot of transactions or a lot of deals mm. online. So, <clears throat> um, then uh, Star Wars Insider will have a panel from 7.30 to 8.30. Yeah, check it out. Only if you can't get into the podcast stage room <laughs> at, at that time. Um, there are no Star Tots given, but there's none given at ours either because we're not a collector stage. But we do have prizes and stuff to give away. We, we've got Star Wars comics to give away and a bunch of other cool, uh, a t-shirt even to give away. So we've got some cool stuff to give away. Nice. Um, but... Editor Jonathan Wilkins will unveil the new look for Star Wars Insider and preview what's coming up in the official magazine. He'll also answer questions about his 10 years of experience working on the rag or on the magazine. Rag's another name for a magazine with prizes for the best questions. Well, I got a question. Can I get a prize if I'm not there? Yeah, the no prize. Um, there's going to be another on, on Saturday. There's a panel later in the day about fakes and, and uh, scandals. How you tell the difference? You know, how can you tell the real from the fakes? Um, the vintage theatrical advertising is another cool panel that loads check out. Uh, storytelling in Star Wars games would be kind of cool too. And then they end the day Saturday with a collecting track swap meet. And social, so collectors have a chance to bring their collectibles in and trade, or just mingle with other collectors. Um, then they're on Sunday, like bounty hunting for exclusives. In this panel, you will learn about the history of Star Wars exclusives and receive some tips to uncover secrets to exclusive collecting. In other words, celebration, be the first in line, so you can get into the exhibit floor as quickly as you can. Skip the morning panels. Unless they're big, like The Last Jedi, or the 40th anniversary, or <laughs> whatever. Um, at 5 p.m., giveaways of extra Star Tots, if available. So if you've been collecting and you want to get some, go afterwards and get what you can. I think that's it. Was See, then they say right across from the Star Wars family room, the Rebels Theater screened story arcs from the favorite series selected by or selected for celebration by Dave Filoni. Um, at last call, the, the Rebels Theater will feature different Star Wars games, game shows Friday and Saturday nights. 
So, um, so I guess in the evenings they're going to be doing uh, different story arcs, or they're going to be running the story arcs throughout the day. So, if you've got kids, go let them check out uh, Rebels for a little bit. Give them a break. Yeah, yeah. If you want to break yourself, go catch out Rebels for a bit. Why not? But I will say, um, Celebration Store has updated more stuff on what's going to be in, and I'm excited about a few of these things. Uh, some definitely some cool. T- they finally introduced the official Star Wars Celebration T-shirt for Orlando. I, I might consider it. I didn't get the one for C for C6 because I just really didn't like the way it looked. This one. Uh, I don't know. I might, I might do the same thing, but I kind of want the Last Jedi t-shirt because it, it will, oh, come on. Cause it, it's got the celebration logo on the sleeve and it's got, I, I can't see what's on the other sleeve. Oh, force for the change. So the, so this shirt's going towards part of the proceeds of it's going towards charity. Oh, that's cool. So that one, that one I think I would consider. And then there's the sketch shirts. Like uh, the Luke Skywalker sketch shirt, which is the art for the VP uh, VIP badge, um, Ray sketch, which is the the four day pass, uh, a Darth Vader sketch, and all of these are based on the sketches for um, for celebration for the name badges. Like there's a Jen Urso sketch, which is the Sunday single day ticket for adults, and a Chewbacca sketch sketch shirt. A uh, couple different offerings for the 40th anniversary logo on a shirt. Um, and Apollo. There's a couple tropical t-shirts, a tropical galactic empire and a tropical rebel alliance. Um, never tell me the odds t-shirt. And it looks like it's got an asteroid field on it. (laughs) And I think, see, some of these just aren't, aren't big enough on the shirt or the pictures aren't big enough. Um, then you have, uh, the Finn UV active t-shirt, which I think will have the, the blood stains across the helmet. And then there's a welcome to Scarif t-shirt that has, um, a sunset with the sun on it. And then what looks like water. But if you look closely, it almost looks like the Death Star as well, <laughs> which I thought was a very cool graphic play. Um, and then there's a fully sublimated Rogue One teaser T-shirt. You guys are just being quiet. We're listening. We're just in awe of the sh- of the shirts. Are, are, are y'all seeing this? Yeah. Are, y- yeah. Y'all are on the side as well, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Maz Kanata's castle and watering hole. That's kind of a cool T-shirt. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw a couple things down lower once we get to it. The BB. Actually, if you look at the Maz Kanata one, if you look at the Maz Kanata one, the actual picture makes Maz Kanata's head Maz also. Head. Yeah. With the glasses. Uh, the BB-8 orange t-shirt. That's uh, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the Incom X-Wing t-shirt. Of course, the picture doesn't do it justice. The Hello, My Name is Finn t-shirt. Problem I've got with a lot of these t-shirts is they're black. Why couldn't they have picked another color? <laughs> See, I, I, I prefer black shirts. shirts. <laughs> I'm in black all the this- time at work. That's the whole thing. Ah, this next oh. AT-AT one looks awesome. It's like a retro 80s style. Yeah, it's the AT-AT chrome. Yeah, that one's awesome. This one I want because I, I have I have that um, X-wing pilot um, Echo cut and sew sweatshirt. I think I had it. You, if you check my profile picture out, or previous profile pictures on on Facebook, you'll see me in it. And I, I kind of go by. I kind of like the red six thing, which is Porkins. This is Porkins barbecue T-shirt. Uh, voted the best on Bestine. It's so hard to tell what the rest of it is. Uh, but there's a Rebel Hope Glow in the Dark t-shirt. Phases of That's No Moon t-shirt. That one's awesome. <laughs> that one is great. Uh, Han Solo's Flight School. 
is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And then there and then there's some Princess Leia's Princess Leia Hope t-shirts that are actually pretty nice. Uh by Jawa Droids. And then there's a BB-8 women's t-shirt, and then a couple graphic hoodies. You have a Darth Vader graphic and a Death Trooper costume hoodie. Um, Those are cool. Then you've got uh, some Imperial pattern pocket t-shirts and a Rebel pattern. Eh, I don't like pocket t-shirts, so. Yeah. Um, then we've got Minimalist ah. t-shirt. These are awesome. A New Those Hope. wicked cool. I love the Empire Strikes Back one. Yeah. Luke's, Luke's hand falling off with the saber. Those are awesome. Return of the Jedi. And then we've got the Chinese movie poster. See, I think that one looks awesome. I've always loved that poster. Yeah, that one's the, awesome. The Italian movie poster. <laughs> that one's cool. The The Landspeeder polo is eh. That's yeah, cute. There's the Star Wars Celebration hat, uh, the official hat. But see, to me, it's a snapback. I'm not into the snapback. But I do kind of like the Star Wars 40th anniversary flex fit ball cap. Yeah, that mm. one looks nice. There's the official Star Wars Celebration lanyard that looks like the Yavin medal. This one I thought was cute. The pon- Ponda Baba <laughs> oven mitt. <laughs> I, thought, I really thought the next one was cool looking. Um, oh, yeah. The next one, it, if you're in one of those businesses or one of those career fields where your mind goes into the gutter quick, <laughs> yeah, that plush goes in the gutter real quick. Mm. Yeah. But the sand crawler with Jawa plush is kind of awesome. Yeah. And then the original trilogy trooper mini four pack. You have a stormtrooper, snowtrooper, um, TIE Fighter Pilot and Biker Scout. Yeah, Biker Scout. They could have done one more. They could have done the Sand Trooper, which is another one we see in the movie. Mm. Yeah, but really it's the same thing as an original Stormtrooper except for the shields on the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. the the pantaloons or whatever. Palpadoons. Pal- I can't remember. Whatever. Yeah. Now, the beanies, I, I'm not impressed with these. Mm. I, yeah. I, I'm just, to me, they almost look like hacky sacks. That's yeah. what I thought. The Chewbacca one looks weird. This looks like his face. They would have just been better having Disney license or do a special set of Zoom Zooms for them. Oh, yeah, that would have been cool. But um, the mug looks okay. Mm. uh, These next set of pint glasses, eh. Then we we get that. If you collect pint glasses, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then you got the Celebration Key Art blanket and then the Key Art tote bag and then we had the posters oh cool so you could get them as posters they only show two of the three though i know i was gonna say where's the the first one a new hope and then we got the patches the 40th anniversary patch which eh, i might the bb8 orange patch oh yeah i'm picking up a couple of those (laughs) one going on my bag one going to my daughter and then the celebration orlando logo patch not going to fail now. I've got the other two patches from the other two celebrations I went to. I'll get this one as well. And then we have the pins from Celebration for the pin trading. And then there's the uh, Celebration Orlando magnet. And then the final Celebration Orlando key art poster. Which is primarily all the adult tickets. Not the not the kids. Because all the kids are Star Wars Rebels, not from the movies. Because so, we got uh, Melissa and Zoe's tickets arrived today. Sunday Sunday adult is Jen Urso. Sunday kids is Zeb from Rebels. Cool. So, um, 
So yeah, that's it for celebration. Man, talking a lot about celebration. Long time, but there's a lot, there's a lot going on though with celebration. And it's only two weeks away and this is our final show before celebration. Oh yeah, our our, yeah, next, our next show we record the night uh, on the Saturday night of celebration. So are I'll we? Be, yeah, I'll be doing a recap of a lot of stuff up to that point. So three days of recap coming. <laughs> you on don't our, think our next you'll show. be too tired? No, <laughs> <laughs> I will be here, full of adrenaline. <laughs> Follow the the five hour energies. <laughs> so um. So why don't we get into some Star Wars Rebels? Because I'm I'm looking at my DAW, the recording software. I've been talking a lot. Yeah. And usually it's a little more balanced in the talk. I have dominated most of the show <laughs> for once. <laughs> no, I don't like to hear myself talk. It's just I'm the one who's got most of the information about Celebration. Yeah. And that's the biggest news right now. Oh, other big news. Hayden Christensen's going to be at Celebration. First time since 2002. Well, they also have a first time ever at Celebration. Yeah. Dennis Lawson's going to be there. Who's Dennis Lawson? Uh, Ewan McGregor's uncle? Yeah. Oh, wait, but he also plays Wedge. This is the guy that turned down The Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he questions he that one. He didn't need the money. You, you think? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the residuals off of that one. Well, it depends. How, how would... It? I don't know. I... I, I... I mean, I get why he wouldn't want to do it, and it's not our place to question whether he should have or not. Yeah, right, yeah. But, I don't know. But then again, we don't know what happened either to to have caused it. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, all we can do is respect his decision, which... Pretty much. Which is fine. Yeah, he, I mean, he, yeah. he chose not to not to do it. Cool. Wedge is still a love character, but this is his what first time at Celebration, first time ever in the U.S. Mm. So how about them apples? But Hayden Hayden Christensen, his autographs have already um, have already sold out. Uh, cool. Who who else sold out? Oh, Felicity Jones sold out as well, but she's only there one day. So it'll, it'll be it'll be curious to see what what happens. So moving on to Rebels. Sorry, I distracted us. Oh, that's fine. Rebels was huge for the one hour finale. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we got a little bit of everything that we've had this season. Yeah, yep, and a little bit of season two. Yeah, and it was awesome. Makes you wonder what's going to happen next with Thrawn. Yeah, that's what's cool about this was they didn't. Um, unlike the other season. They did not kill off the villain at the end of this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Thrawn actually comes out of this one, even though the rebels get away. He comes out still looking strong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because he didn't. They didn't lose this battle, and the rebels didn't get away because of any mistake he made. True. Right. Well, they got away by by someone's mistake, but yeah. that person's no longer around. Exactly. Well, you don't know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he may you, have got to an escape pod. Are, 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 are you trying? Are you trying to? Say that Jen and Cassian are still alive too. Uh, well, you know, I've heard some theories. <laughs> yeah, if you want, if you see any of the um the deleted or not deleted scenes, but some of the alternate endings, they could be in an escape pod also. W- was it um was she on Weeby Geeks with us for a roundtable when we talked about had her talk about Jen and Cassian? Uh, what's your name from was... Network nineteen oh one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she was on a, on on the show not that long ago, a couple weeks ago. Uh, a couple months ago. It was, it was a couple months ago, I believe. It doesn't seem like it was that long. Uh, I don't even remember what roundtable that would have been. I don't think it was actually a roundtable. I think she was just just uh, guest hosting, actually. I don't remember what show it was. Mm. 
Neither do I. Well, let's continue on with uh, um, with Rebels, and I'll look it up in the show notes for Weeby Geeks. Yeah, we got to see the um, culmination of all of Thrawn's plans for the whole season. It, remember, every time um, the Rebels would get away or something would happen, it was all just adding to his plan. Yeah. Yeah, because he was he was studying every move they made and 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 changing his plans accordingly. Exactly. Sh- Shannon was with us back in January, January thirteenth. Ah, yes. But the, the the cool thing, sorry to derail like that, but the cool thing was when um, the one guy on the Indictor um, wanted to, to do his own thing, and Thrawn said, "Don't do it. You're gonna you're 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 gonna get snookered." Well, he got snookered, all right. He wanted the glory he, for himself, and he he and didn't now he's get one any with the glory. Force. Uh, I don't know. He's probably not one with the Force. Well, he's one in he's one did, in some. Yeah. Well, another thing that Thrawn couldn't uh, predict was the. Um, Supernatural with the Bendu getting involved. Right. An interesting thing was Bendu pretty much stayed neutral because if you watch when he does attack, yes. he attacks the rebels and the Empire with both. Yep. That storm was destroying everything in its path. It didn't matter who yeah, was, was actually down there. Yeah, and uh, he was kind of upset at Kanan for uh, what he had said to him. Yeah, don't call and him a coward. For, yeah, and for bringing the war to his his planet. Yeah. Yes. Well, I I love to like when when he meets up with Thrawn. Yeah, they turn around. He he turns around and makes the comment. Yeah, you know, Thrawn thinks they've killed. He's killed Bendu, and he goes, "Oh, you think you got me?" Nah, and then just disappears and continues to communicate. I'm still yeah. here. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, quite fun. Well, also we get to see the. Um, it didn't take long for Sabine to come back to the fold either. No, and she brings some. Nope. Yep. This time. We actually get a whole yeah. squad of Mandalorians from Clan yeah. Red that come up. That was yeah, awesome. And, and, and I oh, love, I love how Ezra's space outfit looks very reminiscent to what uh, was used in the Clone Wars. Well, that would make sense because he's basically that's one of the blade ships, the Mandalorian blade ships from the Clone Wars era. So of course it would make sense that they have Clone Wars era uh, spacesuits in there. And if you actually look on the shoulder at one point of that spacesuit, it's got the old Republic logo on it still. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't even notice that. But it's the same, it's the same suit, same style of suit that Obi Wan and uh, Anakin used. Yes. Yeah. And we saw Ahsoka in one, and we saw some other ones, too. Yeah. That was a great scene, too. Yeah. 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 Well, then when we see uh, Tristan, you know, looking at you know, what's going on over over the planet, uh, did you notice on it that his, his right shoulder has been marked with a Sabine original? Yes. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. We also get um, in this. There's a couple of other little Easter eggs in here. If you know Star Wars lore, like, did you notice that um, the Donna's actual forces is called the Masasi group? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys remember what that is, right? Yeah. Not, the, go not ahead. off the top. Not off the top of my head. Exactly. That was actually supposedly um, they get their names from the ancient temples on Yavin Four. Yeah. It, it supposedly is the race that originally lived there that built the temples. Yeah. Okay. Which, if you read the Doctor Afra comic book she was investigating those temples i will admit i am behind on the afro books i have them i just haven't gotten to them not i i'm st- the only one i've read is issue one <laughs> yeah so i'm a little behind well also there's a couple other things in there like um you notice thrawn doesn't have just regular stormtroopers with him he actually has some of the death troopers from rogue one yeah he's, yes. got, the a- he's got the awr troopers so i it makes you wonder since he's wearing the white as well with his outfit is he's part of 
of the scientific group that uh, Minnick is a part of? And is that well, why is that why he's got access to the AWR troopers or the Advanced Weapons Research troopers? Well, um, if when you read Catalyst, you find out that um, Krennic actually just chose his uniform. He doesn't actually have a military rank. He doesn't have a uniform he's supposed to be wearing. He just chose okay. a white uniform so he looked like he would fit in with the rest of the military. Hmm. Okay. He wasn't required to wear that. <laughs> but um, let me see what other Easter egg stuff that was here that was really cool. Um, the ships in the fleet. If you notice, a lot of them were also the same ships used um, during Rogue One. Mm. Yes. Also, um, you have to watch a little more. I have to go back and watch it again. But I guess um, during Rebels Recon, they were talking about how they actually used a lot of the original explosion effects and things from the movie Rogue One superimposed in this with the in the fleet battle. Yeah, really? Yeah, they had actually taken a lot of the footage from the film and actually stuff from back as far back as um, Empire and Jedi explosions that were on film sitting at ILM to that they just had on file to use in the battle. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool that Thrawn made mention of the, the Danon tactics. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the Danons is another name for the Archaeans, the ancient Greeks during, in the Iliad and the Odyssey. Cool. Mm, interesting. Oh, we had a special guest on The Voices this week, too. Did you see who it is that's playing um, General Dodonna? Uh, same actor from the movie, isn't it? No. No. You, does Michael Bell ring a, ring a bell? Uh, Name's familiar. I can't he, place it. He was Duke in the original G.I. Joe TV that's series. Right. In like, that's right. In like, seven, in like 700 different Transformers. And basically, he was like... Like, um, James I thought Taylor, that voice sounded familiar. From the 70s and 80s. Huh, interesting. Yeah, he was everywhere in the 70s and 80s and all the way up yeah. to now. His, yeah, because that voice, his voice was very familiar. Ah, he actually was in Star Wars A New Hope. He did the voice of uh, Commander Willard in the original film. Huh. Now, how about this one that might sound familiar as well? Um, when we get the evacuation yes. uh, of the planet, we hear Hera order it. With the signal K10, sound familiar? It's the same order that Princess Leia gives on Hoth in Empire Strikes Back. Yes, the evacuation code signal. Um, we did get to see a lot more of Fulcrum, and actually, ha- he officially steps over to the Rebellion side this time. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Well, yeah, he, he kind of <laughs> didn't have much choice. Yeah, he was kind of forced into that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, we did also see something that's another one that's um, goes hand to hand with Rogue One. Is you find when Ezra gets out and that's gets the code or the um, ask for help from the Rebellion, they decide, oh wait, we can't do that because we can't openly stand out against the Empire. Sound familiar from Rogue One? Yep. Yep. We'd rather just try to do this behind the scenes. That's what causes him to have to actually go to um, Sabine and see if they can get Clan Ren to help. Yeah, but as we're getting towards the finale of these two episodes, I have to say, rest in peace, Commander Sato. I was just going to yes. say that. I actually I actually felt a little sad to see him go. Did you cry? I did. I got, I got something in my eye. I, I, I think... I mean, yeah, I was upset to see him go. I was more upset to see the the Phoenix squad Phoenix Squadron transport bays go. That yeah, was a hell, that was a hell of a ship. I know that was cool. Well, I guess they said officially after this that there is no more Phoenix Squadron. Yeah, they're done, over with. Uh, I don't know. They are not rising up from the ashes. <laughs> no. So maybe- one of the things I was wondering about though in this was. Um, uh, um, at the end, they're heading to Yavin. When did they use Dantooine then? If Yavin is already in use here, this is a couple years out from A New Hope. Unless Dantooine and Yavin were both being used at the same time. Could be. 
Well, yeah, because we know there's, you know, there's more than one rebel group, so. Yeah. They could have some on Yavin, some on Dan, uh, Dantooine, and who knows where else. Yeah. Well, we've gotten reference to Dantooine already. Remember when they had um, Mon Mothma, that's where she put out the signal to um, bring the alliance together. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe they set up a base there and they kept bases there and on Yavin. Yeah, maybe. So, um, so f- final thoughts on season three. I think it was a pretty I, good I season. Hope, yeah, it had, it had a lot more. Um, it seemed a, li- a lot more mature in general. Yeah, this season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it still had the stuff that the kids would like, which I enjoy watching also. But it had a lot more mature themes and stuff in it. Yeah, to me, I still think the the weakest episode was Twin Sons. Yeah, that, yeah. And that and it that shouldn't was, have been. It was yeah, it shouldn't have been. It was it was very just disappointing. But but the the funny part is we're in the minority with this. I know. I've heard a lot of reviews yeah, of how they loved it and how it was awesome and it's just I don't know. I think I think what it was was um we had our expectations too high. Yeah. I think maybe the I think the the whole episode itself wasn't bad. I think it was just that fight the the way Obi-Wan killed Darth Maul. It was just too too quick and too uh, yeah well that should have been a, a long fight a brutal fight i i didn't go into it with any expectations and i'm like when when the when the fight happened i'm like really that's it yeah exactly yeah, I, I i expected more you know once i saw the fight begin it's like oh a lightsaber fight between two to to uh two legends from this from the franchise. Yeah. It should and, have been a legendary fight. And it, it it just wasn't. No, at all. So I don't know, maybe obviously it's it's not just me. But no. apparently it is just us. Yeah, which so, that's fine. I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I see the points other people are bringing up on what they liked about the episode and stuff. It's just I don't know. Like I said, for me, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, exactly. But then again, you like I look at it as um, even bad Rebels is good Star Wars, right? <laughs> even if you're disappointed in Rebels, it's like we're still getting Star Wars weekly. But so, I don't know. Was there anything else from the um, finale here or from Star Wars? No, or not Star Wars from Rebels? No. So just... looking forward into next season, what do you think we're do? There is going for next. season? season well I'll, I'll know for sure in a couple of weeks yeah that's yeah true. well you'll have a better idea but that means yeah. we have two weeks still that we can speculate true i think we're going to see plenty more um thrawn because now that they've built him and built him as strong as he is um he's obviously not going to find yavin they're probably right. not going to find dantween yeah. yeah uh i think we're we're actually um we may get some more for lothal because i don't they never really finished lothal no yeah uh at this point in time i i hope we're done with obi-wan yeah obi-wan i don't think we're gonna see again we're not gonna to see Luke again. Uh, we may get more um, Leia getting a little bit more involved. Yeah. I, I want to say hopefully we get a little closer to Rogue One. Yeah. And, and get some more of that involvement with with, a, um, with Yavin. Um, I would love to see him explore going to, to Scarif. Well, I'd, I wouldn't do that because in Rogue One it seemed like Scarif, it's like one of those things they knew it was there but it's not something that anything they'd ever actually done. Right. Yeah. But it would be interesting because we've seen the um, Ghost Crew do spying type missions. Maybe do something with, get a cast in Andor in here. Yeah. Or, um, um, what was the general's name that was assigning him that was directly above him? The skeevy guy? 
Uh, I don't remember. But maybe some stuff with him where he's assigning them to go do something. Right. Well, like I said, you know, maybe, maybe it's a scouting mission to Scarif. They don't go through because of the ship, you know, because of the shield. The shield, right. Yeah. But this is where we find out, okay, they have a shield. Well, uh, I don't know, because we'd have to go time-wise a lot closer, because they, they wouldn't have been, um, they probably would not have been checking Scarif unless they were planning the attack on it. So yeah, they but- may have, they sent the scouts right as soon as, after um, Jin was already there on the base. And that's right up at New Hope. Right now, we're still two years out. Yeah, you gotta think that can't that can't be the only information dump site for the Empire. Well, could we potentially see uh, Urso's dad make an appearance? Do something with the possibly uh, with the scientific or even or even Krennic. Uh, maybe a Krennic. Yeah, um, I would mind seeing going to Coruscant <laughs> and doing having a mission on Coruscant. Maybe yeah, we can fi- cool. see that. Maybe we can see level thirteen, thirteen for in, in an episode. Just since they didn't get a chance to make this um, game, uh, there's a lot. There, there are, there's a lot of possibilities they could still do. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm sure it'll probably they'll find ways to kind of interweave it into stuff we already know. Hey, maybe we'll get Princess Leia to come on and talk about about that new space mall that they're building around um what planet were they building it around <laughs> <coughs> excuse me so yeah they got a lot of stuff they can still do i'm, t- I'm trying to think what loose ends are still out there really we're probably going to see um definitely get to see more callus yeah we should definitely now the fulcrum's actually part of the team well at least part of the rebellion hopefully we'll get a little more bindu I would like Maybe. to see I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have a feeling that uh, we might that be maybe, done with Bendu. Yeah, especially with the way Kanan and then, um, Bendu finished this off. Yeah. Bendu was tired. He's like, you know what? I'm done with this. And he, he either found another a new place to live, which it looks like he could change forms and stuff. So he can transfer to another planet or whatever anytime he wants, it looks like. Yeah, right. We just assume that he looks like a big rock, rock buffalo thing. But that doesn't mean that um, we can't find other Force users of some sort. Like the Night Sisters, we found out are pretty much gone. Right. And the brothers. Um, but there's plenty of other witches and wizards and things out in the universe. Oh, yeah, definitely. And there's well, still lots and lots of possibilities in the old EU that they could bring in, like they did with with Thrawn and some of the other things here. That's it. Season four, we're going to get the use on Vong. Yeah. <laughs> well, where, where else could we explore, though, in season four? I mean, it's a really big galaxy is the thing. They could go anywhere they want. And yeah. they can tell stories that have never been heard of. Because a lot of times, I think we as fans and stuff want to see it's like, well, we want to see the stuff we've heard of. But you got to think of, in, a, in the size of an actual galaxy, if you take every Star Wars book that's ever been written, you still probably have written about 1% to 2% of the galaxy. Right. So you can go to places that are totally out of nowhere and um, no one has any, and we've never been there. Well, how about this for season four? Um, How about a uh, Corellian Corvette making an appearance? Possibly. Well, that's actually where I was going to go next because I've heard there's rumors that um, I believe Felonius said he there are some other char- Clone Wars characters he's thinking about bringing back in what what maybe some bounty hunters or something yeah, an old but, man cad bane would be cool to see yeah but for for talking oh yeah if we're talking awesome. a Corellian corvette we're talking something like a maybe a yt 1000 model it's possible we uh, have already seen lando and we know lando owned it at one point and mm-hmm. jockeyed by oh a um a han solo and chewbacca <laughs> I don't know if they're going to, if they do that, then they're going to have to, um, well, they did it with Rogue One. Actually, I I almost expect that at this point now, thinking about it, with um, Han Solo coming out uh, in, what, May of next year? I would not be surprised to see that towards the end of next season. I don't see why not. I mean, they, they yeah. if they're smugglers. They would be active in the, in that uh, during this time period. 
Very yeah, heavily active. Very true. Oh, yeah, definitely. I also kind of expect to see more of um, Mandalore and actually the Mandalorians and the, what, where are they at right now other than just Clan Wren? Because you got to remember, the governor of Mandalore is now dead. Yeah, I so would love... So do we see, like, a Bo-Katan come back? I would love to see Bo-Katan come back. Because I believe... I thought for sure she had said she was already doing some film... Or some recording. So maybe... The, um, if not, then the uh, then the quote was that she, was, she wants to come back. Yeah. So, I, and we know um, she's the sister of Governor Satine before she died. So it's like, it's a sure, an easy way to get in there. She, her sister was already the governor. If she doesn't like, she has no love for the empire. Right. Maybe she, maybe she takes whatever forces she has and possibly, um, because any way we look at it, it looks like we're going to get a civil war in Mandalore. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that'll she, be a big part of next season. Then yeah, they'll go help maybe. Sabine with her, uh, yeah. with her, uh, civil war. But we get, um, Maybe Bo-Katan takes her troops and or whoever she's with. Maybe teams up with Clan Ren for one side of the war. Yeah. That maybe it's something like them versus the um, people that are still on the side of the Empire. Yeah, could be, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably would not be a Mandalorian storyline, but what we've not seen a um, Boba Fett yet, and he had a, a pretty good sized role in the Clone Wars series. Well, and, and I'll tell you, Jeremy Bullock has at this. He he always gave speculation that Boba Fett and Han Solo were were friends in the events prior to A New Hope. Yeah. They might they might have been friends. Well, then, um, if you actually watch and go just the three movies, or the two movies that Boba Fett's in, there is nothing saying that either one of the, that Boba Fett had any ill will towards Han Solo. Well, he happened. I, he just happened to be working for Jabba the Hutt. And the job was take Han Solo, bring him to Jabba the Hutt. Money's money. And a bounty hunter right. in the gray. Yeah, bounty hunters work in the gray. It's You do the job, whatever job you're given. Yep. So, if you like I said, if you just look at the movies, which at the point at this point, that's all there is that's canon. Boba Fett's just a general bounty hunter. If you look at the, um, even back in the Clone Wars, I mean, it, it shows a little more of his character, but it's still just a guy doing a job, learning how to be a bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind. There's just so much. I mean, do we see the smuggler's ring come in and see how they play a part? Actually, that would be a good one because we keep watching the formation of the rebellion. Let's see what other smugglers are working with them and what kind of role they fill. Yeah, let's uh, extend that out a little. Give us some background on that. So even in just a couple of ideas we put out there, we have at least a full season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, we, we could still keep going um, with speculations and everything else. It, it, it would, I don't know. So many things we said we want to see. So many things yeah. that we're speculating. We'll, we'll know in a couple of weeks uh, for sure. It'll be all over the place. It'll be well talked about. Um, hopefully some trailers or teasers that I can talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So, well, more than likely they'll show them on the um, streaming coverage too, because I saw that um, Verizon streaming coverage from Celebration. I'm sure they might show the panel, but any footage shown, you know, they're going to black out. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, depending on they, what it is. They did at Anaheim. They did with with Europe. They they okay. blacked out. They black like when they showed the trailer for Force Awakens, they blacked it out. Yeah. No, the Force Awakens trailer was actually because that was the premiere for the worldwide. The Force Awakens they showed. Okay, Rogue One. It's Rogue One. They they yeah. They the cut teaser it. for Rogue One. They they cut to a block and said they'll be right back after. Yeah, it was being panel exclusive. And that wasn't even any footage from the movie itself. That was just put together for that. It yeah. wasn't even. Uh, it wasn't even concept footage. Yeah. Now um, I am hoping to have some audio from some of these panels. Um, I'm depends on what they allow us to record or not record. Um, but I also will be getting. Uh, some fan interviews from the floor. So cool. Uh, they'll, they'll, 
out. Some folks might hear them a couple times on uh, Weeby Geeks as well, or possibly over on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks, depending on what we talk about. Um, but I'll try and get some that are just exclusive for here as well. Very cool. So, hey, um, and we've te- we've teased how we wanted to get Mark Hamill on here. You're going to be in the same building as him. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is, I won't ha- I won't have a a VIP pass like I did at the last celebration. So I can't get backstage at some of these places <laughs> with my press passes. Uh, just fl- flash your work ID card. Yeah, like that's going to get me anywhere. <laughs> that doesn't mean diddly at, at this show. <laughs> So, you got to find out if um, Hamill's son's going to be there, since you already know him. <laughs> um, I haven't chatted with Nathan in a while, and he never, when I when I last Facebooked with him or sent him a Facebook message, he never replied back. Ah, so um, who knows? We'll we'll see what I could. We just need to hit him up on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter. We just need yeah. to we just need to push him on Twitter. See what we could do. So, um, I will say this though: I'm a little upset and I'm jealous of you two for for one thing. Jealous there, of us? There is a what did BB, I do? There is a Star Wars puzzle droids mobile game coming, and it's yeah, only a, it's only oh, avail- it's only available. For the through Google Play, it is not available on iOS. Uh, yeah, I saw that about an hour ago, right before we started broadcasting, and I reserved my copy. Yeah, I saw that earlier today. So as soon as it comes out, it'll download automatically to my phone. Uh, I'm jealous. Oh, that's a shame. I know. It won't. You, you it, may have to get rid of your fashion device and pick up an actual technology it, device. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> My quote-unquote fashion device actually does more for my job than an Android does. Well, that's because the mouse cares more about fashion. <laughs> oh, it's not the it's not the mouse. It's just the, it's just the audio industry in general. All the well, different... yeah, everybody knows um, show business is all about fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Just there's a lot of pro audio apps that I actually use quite a bit that are not available on Google Play that are available on on the iTunes Store. Believe me, I I I researched all this long and hard. Anytime I before I switch my you know, upgrade my phone, I was like, what's well, available? And unfortunately, the iPhone still carries the uh, carries the victory every time. I just. I just not a fan. Yeah, I don't have i anything. I do, but not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I have iTunes is so that I can check for reviews for my other shows. I don't have any music on it or anything else. Hmm. So, well, do we have any final thoughts? Because man, it's been a long, action-packed episode. I yes. don't think there's <laughs> anything left to say. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for tonight. Well, oh, yeah. uh, well, I got one more thing to say. Go out um, if you don't. If you haven't ordered the digital, remember Rogue One: A Star Wars Story comes to Blu-ray and DVD this week. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that's if you don't have the digital yet. I'm waiting until um, what is it Tuesday when it comes out or Wednesday, so I, I'll get a digital copy with my actual DVD or yeah. my Blu-ray. Yeah, but that's because I'm holding out for the 3D Blu-ray that actually comes out with it when the initial drop this time. Yeah, if you mm, go to Target, they they learn from that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I I am uh, I'm going to say go to WookieRadio.net, check out our affiliates, Ripped Apparel. They got some great Star Wars mashup T-shirts, uh, like the one that I'm going to be wearing at Celebration. It's called Droid Road. 
it's it's a play on Abbey Road. So you got K2SO, uh, C3PO, R2D2, and BB8 with the Death Star in the background. So are like in a sunset type mode with them walking across a crosswalk. And we will be giving away one of those Droid Road shirts at at the Mighty Marvel Geeks uh, podcast performance. Cool. So check check them out. Check out superhero stuff. Um, their their hero box now are based around the new era hats. And they have uh, the, the Shore Trooper and a Death Trooper hat as options. Uh, I really love the, sh- the Shore Trooper hat. My only problem with it is it's a flat bill, and I am not a fan of flat bill hats. Yeah. I wish they would make it in, in a curved bill in the 3930 instead of the 5950s. That's, that's just me, though. Well, I, I guess apparently it's also Ken too, because you're you're not a big fan of it either. No, the flat bills, I just it just doesn't look right on me. I, I think I'm just the wrong age for a flat bill. To me, I I just I don't think it looks good on anyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of a hat wearer, so yeah, it's. I, I I love wearing hats, but I I don't like the flat bills. I I really don't. But it's one of those. What can you do? Contact New Air and complain. Where's the thirty thirty nine thirty version of this hat? It would help. So, uh, any other thoughts going? Uh, do you guys get Smuggler's Bounty? No, do not. We should see oh. about getting them for uh, as an affiliate, possibly for Funko. Their Smuggler's Bounty boxes. The one that just came in was the Rebels theme. They had um, <clears throat> who was it? We had you get a um, Captain Rex, a Darth Maul, and then you got the um, they have the I forget the name of the line, but it's the clear sparkly um, pl- figures. Uh, like I have one of the Vaders here. Wait, I don't have the camera on, but and they had a chopper in the in this style. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're doing that with the Greedo. So, they're doing they're doing four four Greedos at a celebration with that style. Oh yeah. So it's like we should look into getting one of the getting them as a as an affiliate on this cuz I've not been disappointed with any of the boxes I've gotten from Smuggler's Bounty. I've gotten them all since they started them last year. And uh, the nice thing is most of these boxes it's like 20 bucks a month. <coughs> well, theirs is like 25 every 2 months. Yeah. Oh, really? So it's a little more affordable too. Huh. I might have to look into that. Well, oh yeah. Ken and I both have the, uh, the only IG88s ever made in Funkos in the pop vinyls. Yes. Yeah, that also uh, came in the Smokers Bounty boxes. See, now I'm jealous. <laughs> now, um, is, I, couldn't you also you could you could buy back boxes, can't you? Yes. Yes. Any of the ones they put out already, as long as they still have them in stock, you can still buy them. And it's actually the same price as if you would have um, bought it originally. Hmm. So, they, and they have some some of the exclusives are kind of cool. They have a, um, I believe the um, the R two D two from the sail barge with yeah. all the bartending equipment and stuff. Oh That's yeah, there. yeah. I saw uh, um, I saw Bo- Mike's Boba Fett with the uh, in the action pose with the flames coming out of the jets. Yes. Oh yeah, the flying Boba Fett. Um, I have. Let me look see what other ones here were exclusives for that. Uh, we had a flocked. Um, ah, wait. As my mic falls over, uh, it's kind of like they call it flocked uh, Chewbacca from The Force Awakens, yeah. where it's basically got the velvety type feel to him. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. That's so the there's one that been came... a, in each box, huh? That one came with a C3PO mug too, didn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I have a C3PO mug and I have a Job of the Hut mug. Job of the Hut. So you don't just get pop vinyl. Yeah. See, they can, they actually have some like some boxes are like, eh, but they actually kind of have cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like the, I have, the, like I said, I've never been disappointed. The Empire Strikes Back has what Han on the Tauntaun and a and the pop plush. Yes. Which is the Wampa. And yeah, I've gotten two of the pop plushes. I have a Boba Fett and I have a Wampa. Boba Fett was the first one that they did. Yeah. That in that box too it was also their their pop lids with the first hat yes 
I have the hat, the um, C-3PO hat, yes. Yep. This is the Han in the Tauntaun. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's adorable. And Han is the bobblehead. <laughs> so, now, the, yeah, like I said, I have not been disappointed yet with one of these Funko Smugglers Bounty Boxes. Now, the the, ro- the Rogue one is um, Jyn Erso and Death Trooper, right? Uh, yes. I actually have uh, both of those here also. And there was one of them that came with um, Governor Tarkin. Yep. Now, the prob- so, problem is, the only way you can get the pass boxes is you have to be an active subscriber. Yes. There's your generoso. Oh, uh, yeah. So. And apparently, uh, the Force Awakens box, had, you got one of two uh, uh, snaggletooths. You either got the, the yes. red or the, or the blue. Oh, cool. I ended up with the red. Well, every one of the boxes has a certain amount of them that are randomly inserted chase figure. I believe the blue was the uh, chase figure. It was only in, like, maybe 10% of the boxes. Okay. Uh, the, that's like the um, death troopers that come. One of them actually has the um, the elite um, red stripes on it. So that was the chase one. Oh, cool! So it had the elite squadron oh. red stripes across it. Oh, that was with the no, uh, the new yeah. tie fighter with the first order tie fighter pilots. Yeah, there they are over there. I forgot I even had him. He's hiding behind a bunch of other ones. So and I'm Captain Phasma was in one of the first boxes also. Yeah, the Chrome Captain Phasma. See, I, I'm looking at their site right now. I do not see anything about an affiliate program. But huh. while I'm there, I will talk to them about it. Yes, they will be there. They will be there. I have entered the lottery to see if I get a ticket for any of the days. Cool. I have done the same thing with Lego. Uh-huh. It's going to be nuts. Well, I got I still got to send you my list for, to make sure you remember the two things I want picked up <laughs> if you get a chance. With, with, with the way I dropped the ball tonight, are you sure you want me to do that? Uh, I'll send it to Eric. <laughs> that might be safer. Make, make him remind you. It might be safer to send him a reminder. Yeah. Well, I think these were a couple things you wanted to get anyway. I, wanted, um, I want that Thrawn novel, the yeah. um, exclusive cover. And then if we can, that um, the Luke X-Wing 6-inch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to get the Kodo. Uh, God, I want the Kodo. Triple Zero and BT. Mm, those are awesome. I wish I could do anything from Kodo Bukio or um, Sideshow Collectibles. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> I have, I have uh, from C6, I have the R2A6. That was the exclusive. Cool. Uh, I don't even know what he's running these days. Let's go to eBay, the unreliable source. And according to eBay, um, I don't even see it. <laughs> I don't even see it. Why am I not seeing it? I know I didn't enter it wrong. I'll try it this way. Oh, e- There's the Celebration R2-X2. N- Celebration hasn't even happened yet. They've done the pre- uh, Kodo's done the pre-orders, and they're already... Pre-orders was forty-five bucks for it for the single, and people yeah. are already buy it now ninety-nine ninety-nine. <laughs> and you get it as soon as they get to back home from the celebration. Well, it depends. Yeah. It depends if they pre-ordered, it'll, it'll ship around celebration or so. It's still you get it after celebration. Yeah. Yep. So, um, trying to see if there's any, any other the exclusives. Uh, I'm not seeing any others. Uh, here's another one. It's the same droid, R2X2, 89.95. One left. So it tells me the person bought like a bunch. Uh, there's the R2C4 Barnes and Noble exclusive, 99.95. See, I've never opened mine. Uh, here's R2M5 Barnes and Noble's exclusive, uh, 59. And I'm still not seeing R2A6 on here. So I would say I could probably, if I put it up, I could probably get what hundred bucks for it. Cool. Which would almost double my, well, triple my money. Yeah, but then you won't have it. <laughs> this, this is true. Hence There's why always a gonna, downside. Hence why yeah, it's I'm always gonna, funny. Yeah, it's always fun to look up figures and the figures you have and seeing the prices on them is like, wow, I can make a lot of cash, but it's a one-time sale. Yeah, well, I've only got one. 
It's why I'm not doing it. Exactly. I have a. Uh, um, my wife has a couple of Ahsoka Tano figures still in, carted on the boxes that are going for like 100, 125, and it's like wow. that would be nice. But she's a Ahsoka Tano fan, so. Well, I've got that um, Star Wars number two Han Solo action figure cover, and last I checked, my local shop has it for um, 100 bucks. Yeah. Wow. I'm seeing one on eBay right now that is. Um, it's a CBCS 9.8 graded for 169.95. Wow, cool! And at this point, um, I believe all of our listeners have tuned out. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, that book I could easily get for a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, but I only have the one copy. So mm-hmm. guess what? I'm not the perils doing. of being a collector. Yep. So well, on that note, I think it's time to call in the the code. So Leia, if you would please give the evacuation code signal. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2!